The following sermon was delivered by Rev. Laurel Gray at the Unitarian Universalist Congregational Society of Westboro, Massachusetts. Our reading this morning is Art and Heart by the poet Ella Wheeler Wilcox. Though critics may bow to art, and I am its own true lover, it is not art, but heart, which wins the wide world over. Though smooth be the heartless prayer, no ear in heaven will mind it, and the finest phrase falls dead if there is no feeling behind it. Though perfect the player's touch, little if any he sways us, unless we feel his heart throb, through the music he plays us. Though the poet may spend his life in skillfully rounding a measure, unless he writes from a full, warm heart, he gives us little pleasure. So it is not the speech which tells, but the impulse which goes with the saying. And it is not the words of the prayer, but the yearning back of the praying. It is not the artist's skill which into our soul comes stealing, with a joy that is almost pain, but it is the player's feeling. And it is not the poet's song, though sweeter than sweet bells chiming, which thrills us through and through, but the heart which beats under the rhyming. And therefore I say again, though I am art's own true lover, that it is not art, but heart, which wins the wide world over. This summer, like last, I took an oil painting class through the Cambridge Center for Adult Education. I've long been fascinated by the texture of oil paint, the thickness of it, the impressions left by brushes, the complexity of the pigments. It seems like alchemy, magic, this capturing of light on canvas. But I also grew up in a family of professional artists, which made the stakes feel too high the whole prospect too unwelcoming. So I stayed in my lane for years. I made clothes, I knit sweaters endlessly, I write a lot. And then last summer, someone happened to post on social media about taking art classes, and somehow I happened to find the right class. And there happened to be one spot left, and it happened to be once the church year ended. So it happened. I signed up for my first oil painting class, admittedly with an equal measure of excitement and some angst. I learned quickly that we had to begin at the beginning. We were not making masterpieces. We were getting to know the texture of the paint, the way it moved and mixed and turned an empty canvas into a memory. An impression of the world passed through our eyes and our brains and our hands, to try to communicate some kind of understanding. Like repeating back someone's words when actively listening, the task was paying attention and being able to convey back that we had received the thing in front of us. Now that thing in front of us was mostly lemons, sometimes pears, occasionally bowls. Once there was a paper bag. My mom described that paper bag painting as looking like a monolith, and I suppose I was starting to feel empowered during that lesson. 
We began as infants do in black and white, learning to discern the world in shadows before our eyes learn about color and pattern. I realized this summer when visiting a friend in North Carolina who had a six week old baby that we don't enter the world with the full spectrum of adult vision. We begin fascinated by the spectrum of light to dark, watching shadows, seeing the light playing on the leaves, learning to focus on the things in front of us. It takes months to understand depth and color for our brains to expand to that spectacular reality. And so it was with painting. We began with shadows, working on our coordination like a child, learning to use their own hands, mixing shades of gray and learning how the paint moved on the paper learning how to see with understanding so that we might convey some form into the language of paint. It took weeks before we added warmth, shifting from grayscale to the greens that come from mixing black and yellow. Earth tones came next, mixing in umber and brown, a tint of earth and red. And it wasn't until the end of the summer that we opened all the tubes and learned not only about shadow and warmth, but about chromatic vibrancy. Turns out trying to capture a grapefruit isn't actually very easy. <laughs> it takes great attention to paint and learning. Like the intimacy born of listening to another's truth, painting requires our full presence, our full attention, our willingness to fumble in our understanding and keep trying. This summer, I took an outdoor painting class with the same teacher. Again, I made the mistake of thinking I'd be making paintings, right? Jumping to the product and forgetting about the journey, the conversation between seeing and painting. Here are some of the things I've learned so far. Wear sunscreen and a hat. Drink water. Fields of grass can hide giant soupy puddles. Female mallards have ultraviolet stri stripes hidden within their brown wings. Sometimes I'm grumpy and don't feel like painting. You can eliminate ugly buildings by simply not painting them. Bring baby wipes. Paint is messy. If you leave a wet painting in your car, it will be filled with paint fumes the next time you try to drive somewhere. And everyone experiences the world differently. That last one seems really obvious, but after a few weeks of doing drawing exercises and color studies and laboring through understanding our subject before actually trying to convey it, we had a little sharing circle at the end of class and I was honestly shocked, baffled, because all of our studies were utterly and entirely different. It wasn't until that moment that I really understood that I too had a particular perspective. And the amazing thing was that seeing all those different perspectives next to each other made me want to expand my own understanding. I thought I was sick of staring at that bridge until I saw the colors and shapes and composition of the other paintings. I was left wanting to experiment more, to try new things. And I think that's one of the most powerful impacts of being in community. Not only are we asked to show, show up fully as ourselves, 
But sharing our perspective helps those around us to experience an even more magnificent world. Not only can we experience shadow and warmth and color, we can experience an entirely new way of seeing the world, which creates an endless sea of inspiration and possibility. So blessed be, and amen. Thanks for listening. For more information about what's happening at UUCSW or for ways to get involved, visit us online at uucsw.org. All are welcome.